This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Michelle Rose, welcome to the Mom Curious podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on and thank you for documenting my family as we grow since for, I think it's been f- is it four or is it five years? It could be f- it could be five because it was really early on, like in my process. Of oh, really? Crea- yeah, that was an early day when I did those fifteen minute minis um, in I, Brooklyn. I, I'm always like hawking you to please bring those back. You're I like, know, no, girl. I've I've moved past fifteen <laughs> minutes, but I only have fifteen minutes in me. I get it. I still book you for the full session because you're like the best Thank but you. and only the best um <laughs> for us but 15 minutes were great whatever i know but like you had, had a great you had time. one Me of and the first ones and so you just got nest naked and he was naked and he, he was ran naked around in public yeah i well we were in the backyard of that like public play place. center and by the way you don't know this but before you came the place where we were doing our shoot said to me daniela is um is an actress. So, um, you know, she's kind of important. And so no, I, that's yes. not true. You were like kind of like very famous for them. And that's this was like so a big get for weird. me to have you on in my minis. Yeah, I don't no think you ever way. knew that. But yeah. You know what's really weird? I would have never thought that anyone would whisper that about me literally ever. But doesn't it feel kind of good it's to know? It's so nice to know. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, like amazing. And you were so sweet and like... Everything was just so fun and different, and you had one of the most different, you know, shoots of everyone else. Naked. He, he was, was naked. naked, and we were outside. Why did I do that? I was because just, it was so. You wanted to get his really tushy. Cute. His tush is really cute. Yeah. It's still delicious. <laughs> Are we ever going to document it? Probably not. Those days have have come and gone. I know, I know, but it's so cute. But and then you had another baby, and poo. Yeah, and I feel like she might have been like in a diaper. So that was his. You oh know. right, yeah, that's true. She was also naked. Oh my god! Is so this, it was a, we, it was a theme. Yeah, we had a tushy picture of her. Oh, I we think so. It. And I mean, oh everyone god, wants Michelle. a tushy picture. It's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't even know I have like a style. See, like this is what's so crazy. <laughs> Laura was saying that, like you know, when we look at your photos and and your portfolio and your Instagram, your website, all that, it's really amazing because, like, of course, there's your touch. There, of course, right, you're, right. you're the artist, and of course there's your touch but each family has their own i don't know is it style is it style it's like their essence? vibe we call it we say essence that was the word of choice on my website for branding mm-hmm. um so we say essence but i'm like not sure i like the word vibe yeah, now but, too yeah um, i mean some some families are not vibey some are just right. like not vibey, but they that's their vibe. That's it's like the general feeling. So when I photograph you, your family's so fun. You lay on the ground, you know, I'm like above you, straddling you guys. <laughs> like, you know, it's we a like different it very much. Yeah, I mean, it's so fun. Um, and some people just want those like very prim and proper, like we're gonna pose, we're gonna smile, everyone's gonna smile at the same time, and that's what we're gonna do. And that's what we do. And we have fun with that. And I just kind of, you know, when I meet the family, I 
try to get to know them in the first couple minutes and go from there. And whatever their kid wants to do, you know, someone was asking me recently, well, how do you get photos of these children who just don't want to do anything? And I was like, well, I just don't push them to do anything that they don't want to do. Yeah, you're really great with – with Ness particularly because you have like a, a relationship, he's but so also cute. because he's kind of squirrely. Like he, I, we went on this like whale watching Amazing. Um, thing and the photographer was like, what a cute family. Let me get some photos. We got the photos back and we oh, look no. legit insane. <laughs> he spent <laughs> to see a them. half hour with us on this event. <sighs> and like, I feel terrible that he like, if it's not real, it's not film, but oh. he definitely wasted. Like we look <laughs> actually Stop. crazy. I bet and you know. His body is just like flailing about. And I've never, I mean, we get a lot of good stuff. But with he, you runs and I, around, right? he runs so around, right? Like, so you let him. I let him run. I let him do whatever he wants or like, you know, I'll ask him. And I ask a lot of the kids who are like very kind of know what they want and speak to me because not all the kids obviously are of age to be able to speak and give their opinion but it's like well what do you want to do in your solo picture where do you want to have it and I think they really like that and respond to it because each kid has such a different personality yeah and maybe you know their parents are like you have to sit on the stairs or whatever Mm. and they're like I'm gonna run Mm. so they just kind of do their own thing and I chase them around or I'm tickling them or you know whatever it is that to make them smile Um, even the hardest kids will eventually crack I think. And they'll they'll smile. They'll run around. Once you, you're like, oh, you want to play with your baby doll? Here's your baby doll. Give them a little while. You know, eventually that baby doll doesn't feel so important anymore. And you can say, oh, chase dad or chase mom or whatever it is. And they kind of just go for it. And then I, I have to run too, um, <laughs> which with your monkey, interesting. Right? I do have a monkey on my camera. Um, so cute. Which works wonders really so many kids like monkeys um monkeys are great i mean they also like bananas a lot of kids like bananas <laughs> can i have a, oh i should make my own banana make it let's right? do this for yeah. my camera that would be kind of cool i was thinking like what could be my signature other than the monkey because some kids like megan harper's kids will come up to me and be like where's your monkey Oh, and well, those like, kids are like they they like know you well yeah. and they've photographed with you like a million times. Yeah. And- well, it's so funny cuz the I'll say, you know, to one of them, I'm like, "Oh, do you remember my name?" and they're like, "No." And then if I have the monkey on my camera, they're like, oh, we know you. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, man, that monkey is really, like, way, way good for my career. It kind of looks like um, Daniel Tiger, but not Daniel Tiger in the cartoon. Daniel Tiger. The, uh, like, original? The the, the Mr. Rogers Daniel Tiger, which is, like, all all gnarly and, like, (laughs) like it's been around the block. They get replaced every once in a while. I don't. Oh, I didn't know that. I've only had one monkey um, snap by a child only once okay. so but it was it was very traumatic and I felt very bad for the kid she's for the like kid. Ah, she was holding the monkey and just pulled it and ripped it and it snapped you felt bad for the kid that I, she because it was so traumatic it was monkey? so now I have two Good for you you have a heart of gold <laughs> how did you end up working with families and children like That's a good I question. know that you uh, you started in with magazines and like fashion (laughs) I did Um, so I started I started doing photography when I was a kid because I was allergic to everything and had asthma and my parents sent me to a sleepaway camp where everyone was meant to be hiking and running and doing all this stuff but I was the kid with asthma that was allergic to horses it was a sleepaway camp with horseback riding that's really nice oh my gosh it was very cool but I couldn't do like anything Mm. so they sent me to the dark room and they sent me to theater 
Oh, hey. So those were my, like, things. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll do theater. I'll do photography. And I was really little. And then I just continued to do it through college. Um, and this is where I just like lose my brain. Okay. So I continued to do it through college. And then I ended up kind of trying to find my way after college because my college professor told me, you're, you know, you're not prepared to be a photographer yet. I oh. think you have to build the confidence first. Art, art teachers love that line. Art <laughs> teachers love to tell you you're not prepared. Meanwhile, you're like making art head and shoulders above them. Well, I mean, he was pretty amazing. But I did see where I had the lack of confidence um, in myself and in my work. And I was like, you know what? You're right. What else can I do? So I decided to go into magazines because at the time it was kind of a big deal. You know, they were doing really cool stuff. I think it's a big stuff. deal. Well, maybe yes. I'm just like old. No, no. I mean, there is something really special about holding a magazine. Um, but when I started, you know, the magazine I was working for, interning for, like they would have a week where they would go on some fabulous vacation as like a group thing like that oh. would be a group trip right Casual. and then by the time i left it was like will we get a mug during the holidays for our gift wow. like i don't wow. know because the it's just a huge yeah slashed. just a huge it was it was really actually traumatizing to go through all of those rounds of layoffs and then to eventually get laid off um what did you do in so the magazine world I w yeah i was a photo editor uh -huh. i worked for titles like cosmo my most of my time was spent at people style watch which was i actually think still one of the best magazines because it was just a lookbook of like stuff to buy based on celebrities what they were wearing yeah. and what makeup they had and all that stuff so i was a photo editor there and then i went to cosmo and then i did like little gigs freelance gigs at like Mary Claire and self l.com and then I went to glamour and I was at glamour for four years and it was one of the best experiences I had in magazines um it was a really nice magazine to work for the content was very much on the same level as what I would how I was feeling my vibe per se um the team was so sweet but you know, things changed very quickly. They folded the print edition, which was I didn't know so that, sad. actually. A lot of people don't know. Well, we don't know. You know why we don't know? Because we're not buying it. it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, nobody talked about if it. If I had got, you know, if I That's true. went to buy Glamour magazine, You'd be like, I would where's know. Glamour? But right. probably the person selling it wouldn't know either. They were like, oh, it's out of stock. Um, but yeah. But they didn't make a big deal of it. They didn't. And it was in its 100th year, which is still, <sighs> to me... So sad. so sad. So sad. Yeah. And and um so yes, I, I was at Glamour until it closed and then they kept us, which was so weird. They kind of kept us on for a couple months. So during those couple of months, I had already started my photo business because I looked at where things were going and I said, okay, well, I still have to eat and oh, I'm not being knew. paid enough. <gasps> and I wasn't getting, you know, promoted with the money that I needed to be a single person in New York City. Um and I was like, okay, I have to do something else. And I was waiting for it to kind of come. And I was in the car with one of my friends in Virginia and her husband. And they were saying to me, you know, we just did this family photo shoot. It cost an arm and a leg. Obviously, the photos were gorgeous. It wasn't with me, but th their photos were gorgeous. And they were like, it's so expensive. Right. And then they both were kind of like. You could do that. I think you could do this. Yeah. Because my friend was from college and I was a photo major in college. So she's like why don't you do this? I'd photographed her before. Um, and I was like, that's a really good idea. Like, maybe I should do that. So I reached out to people, including Liz um, Teich. Oh, who's she your was, friend from college, yeah, right? Yeah, she was one of my sorority and sisters she's, also. She's what, she, uh, 
Hi, listener. She's one of the, <laughs> <laughs> she was one of our guests early yes. on in the first season. She did an amazing job. Yeah, she's she's yeah. fantastic. So I reached out to her and reconnected with her. She was pregnant with Asher at the time. Mm. So we did a bunch of photos oh, together. Yeah. Right. And she's and on it, your logo yes. and a lot of your marketing materials. Yeah, she's exactly. a beautiful model. She's so great. Yeah. And then and then quickly it kind of I also reached out to another sorority sister. It was all through my like Syracuse connections. I'm obsessed with your sorority sister. I know. You guys still like hang out in the Hamptons together. I yeah, saw. Yes. Very sweet. We did. Yes. I like that a lot. Um, it was. Yeah, that was really fun. It's so fun to be. Fr- I mean, I've been friends with them for how long? Like over 10 years. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so it really happened. My business started because of those girls. And, you know, like in college, I never would have thought that that was how I would kind of begin a new career. And and I don't know, just be successful, I guess, in a way. And so you, it wasn't like they wanted you to take photos of them. They were interested in you taking photos of families. That's That, that was they their were, pitch? My friends who, oh, my friend and her husband were like, you should do this because you're going to make money. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. initially it was like, oh, I could make money doing Family. something I actually love. Families specifically. Family photography. Not like couples, not nope. marketing, mm-hmm. not. Not yet, at least. I didn't really know about that part yet. Uh-huh. And then so I was like, yes, families. And then I kind of went the route with Liz and this other sorority sister, Cheryl, who was very, very well connected. And I started shooting events. I did the I did five minute minis and then I did 15 minute minis. Yeah. So five minute minis, I sold like 50 (laughs) five minute minis. I think I charged like 30 bucks each or something. And I met all these families and like the craziest story was the night before that five minute mini session. I ended up in the ER until like 3 a.m. I had had like some crazy stomach bug and I was having all these tests to make sure I was okay. And then I do not know how I made it through that next day. It was pure chaos. Um, But it felt like what we were saying before and you're like, today is like a marathon day, but it feels so good and it feels like you're doing the right thing. So it didn't really feel like work, even though I was basically surviving on Gatorade. Oh my gosh. And you yeah. were always very good with children because like I just like can't even yeah. I can't get I can get good pictures of my kids, but great photos <laughs> of all of us. I don't have I don't have I don't know where How that do you came do from. That? I was oh. always like a portrait photographer in co- like in college I was an art art photo major and I photographed my family a lot. So maybe that's where it came from. I've also photographed my sorority sisters, but um, (laughs) another family. Yeah, exactly. And just like through that, I kind of just found it. And because it was suggested to me that I should try it out and there was a market for it, especially in New York City. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can totally do this. And if I'm connected to the right people and I'm like kind of an okay person to want to hang out with for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, maybe 90 minutes, um, then maybe I could get clients and maybe this could be a thing. And it and it was a thing. And, and it is a thing. It is a thing. It's a, it's, and there, you even have a second thing. Right? I do have a second thing. Um, so that came up last year. So once I started kind of filling up and as the years go on, you know, you have to increase your prices. You offer different things. You you kind of just make make the next steps as you would when I was in magazine life. Mm-hmm. You know, you be, you're 
an intern. You become an associate. You're a photo editor. You're a senior photo editor. So this is how I kind of feel like the progress is going. So I'm like the photo director, right? And I have people now under me (gasps) as the associates. um, And I have now senior and I have junior associates. So I'm trying to hit all those price points and still be profitable. So Mm -hmm. that's what it's really about. So when I had originally launched the second business called Briar Rose, um, I was trying to to go for a, a lower lower rate um, to to take all of the clients who I kind of couldn't keep anymore because they couldn't pay my new rate, but I didn't want to leave behind. Wow! So I I created this Briar Rose concept through another photographer who mentored me, but she's in Texas and she's you know Virginia, which is where my friends were, um, and saying, you know, she pays her photographers like 50 bucks a session. But in New York. Can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. So in order to make it profitable and something I'm really proud of, because I was using, you know, retouchers who weren't at the level of the people who I use for, you know, MRP, which is they're amazing. Like their color consulting is just like has been such a savior. I've used them since my glamour days. They used to retouch for me for glamour. Like so now they retouch for me for my clients. Um, They're just. It, they make my photos like one level better, yeah, um, and really, really sparkle. Yeah, that's like what a team does, right? That's like the whole point. Yeah, of a good so team. I want I want everyone to have that kind of experience and not to be limited to, you know, you have to shoot at Central Park. It's more like, well, you could shoot at Central Park. We could talk about this, you know. So a more elevated experience, much like you would get when you're working with me. So that was the yeah, that was the idea. And that's kind of how I got there from magazine life to to building my own thing. And I did get laid off from Glamour after they had a sit for like four months, I want to say it was like, yeah, they closed in November. I think I got laid off in February and um, I knew it was coming. I mean, I literally knew the morning I got there, I was late per usual because I'm not an early morning person. <laughs> and I, You're not late to sessions, though. Uh, I try not to be. Yeah. I'm, like, very close. But yeah. th- in order to get there, I have, like, 17 alarms set. Oh, good. And, yeah, and, I mean, I'm really, like, crazy about it to try to, and not be late. But, anyway, the, the point being is I knew the day I was getting laid off, and I, like, stopped at the market. Um, they had in the Oculus in the city, they had this market inside. This was— before COVID. And um, I stopped. I got like fruit. I like paid for someone else's food because I was feeling like I was going to get laid off that day and I needed some really good karma. Um, So I did that. And then I moseyed up and I was like immediately laid off. And I was like, okay, well, I knew this was coming. So I already had plan B set up and I, I went for that. But I will say the confidence issue. I didn't have the confidence to go out on my own for like another six to eight months. Right. I was really nervous. I was really scared to leave the direction I had gone for 10 years and say, you know, this isn't for me anymore. I can't do it. Um, So for those people who are scared to make a change, like you really have to go with your gut. And I eventually I went right back to freelancing. I literally went right to the knot because my friend Sarah, who was a creative director there, was like, come work for me. Like, right now. I need you now. So I went, and then I got my first campaign with Similac, and uh. I left. And then, you know, I went on. One, I went to one more place before I said, okay, I don't want to make, 
you know, Instagram stories for someone else. I want to make Instagram stories for me. And you do a really beautiful job at it. You're the big Thank boss. You. you are. So now I can run. I'm like, oh, I have a team now. Yeah. You know, it's really beautiful. It's cool. It's a really cool experience to have. And I work with so many working moms. Mm. Right. You know, like yourself. Um, and I'm always in awe of how much like shit they can do. And I feel like I can not do that. You know, like I I'm not a mom. Right. Yeah. In the mom space. Yeah. Um, and there's a few of us there. There were more, but then they had kids. Um, right. Yeah. So I'm like not a mom in a mom space. And yeah. Like I see you at the mom events. Right. Exactly. So that's yeah. how I got to know a lot of people like Megan Harper. Very sweet. And I mean, it's a beautiful community. Yeah. It's the everyone is so just arms wide open. Don't really care if you're a mom or not a mom. Um, I love when everyone, if we like go out or something and they're like, mom's night out. Plus Michelle. Um, <laughs> I'm like, mm, yeah, that that sounds Close, right. No, that sounds no, right. right. Yeah. Um, so I've met this like incredible community of people, including yourself and, you know, and and also making the connections between people, too. And who can help who has been really, really helpful, too. Wow. To me, I mean, to you, like to everybody involved. And I think everyone want, wants to kind of help each other. Um, so that's really been a special thing that's come out of this like. I need to make money. This is a business to make money. You know, I have these like amazing connections with these women now. Um, but I'm definitely, you know, the token, not mom. <laughs> well, I think I, I have to say, though, that, you know, we always talk about how um, there are many ways to mother. And mm -hmm. the fact that you've been nurturing this business and then and then another is is no small thing Thank you. and that you get to and that you're so good with these kids I mean it's really I, kind I of crazy know. yeah I remember <laughs> you saying um you know before your dad passed away this year and I'm sorry so sorry about Thank that you. um just that you would take photos of um family oh I could cry <laughs> so you take photos of family so that they would have the memories yes Yes, I do. I know you're going to make me cry. I'm like very emotional. Um, but uh, what it what it kind of turned into once I realized like this is my passion is creating these me forever memories. Right. That's another like branding slogan. Um, these forever memories because they are. And wow, no. <laughs> and what happened for me was before my dad died, um, I wanted photos. I didn't know he was going to die so soon after, but um, it was last May, not this May, the May before, and he was in a nursing home, you know, in a wheelchair. We wear sweatpants all day. Um, I decided I wanted one of my associate photographers, Kat, to come and photograph my family. You know, I don't have kids, so we haven't really had the urge to take family photos. And this is your family. Right. This is my family. So I decided and I told my mom and I explained to her recently why this is such an important story, but she did not want to do it. She's like, this is a pain. I don't want to do it, which I hear from so many people. Mm -hmm. They're like, I don't want to have to put on nice clothes and put on makeup and do that my hair. I, and I'm like, just, I get it, yeah. but like, you're going to have these photos forever. So she hemmed and hawed. She got her hair done and she was feeling pretty great. So by the end of the shoot, you know, she was there by herself posing and like dancing around. She had the best time. And my dad was smiling and so happy. And we got these amazing photos of all of us. And I like, I would not trade them for the world. Um, I, I mean, I spent a lot of money 
printing them and having them done <laughs> and all this stuff. And I felt like they're especially now um, they're priceless. Like you I can't get that that time back. I can't get those memories back. Um, I won't have my dad back. So, you know, that's the next best thing is to have these photos and some video, too, which is really cute. And I have, you know, I'm so glad I took video, even though, you know, my mom was like, we're f- we're head to toe in those like blue scrubs <laughs> at my dad's nursing home with well, our hair pretty- up because of the because of COVID. COVID yeah. And we're in the nursing home and she we're playing music and she's dancing with my dad in his wheelchair. And it's like, Ugh. but when she realized that I was taking a video, she nearly killed me. But, you know, it's so important to like pick up your camera and take those photos, even if they're like crappy ones of you yeah. guys whale watching because you're going to look back They're on so it bad. and say yeah. these are so bad but I'm so glad I have them yeah so whether it's like them. perfect you. yes you should totally do that like whether it's like professional photos or like you know personal photos like just take a picture if you if you want to you know I would but and if you don't <laughs> want to like I understand why you don't want to because it's a pain in the butt but like really like ask a stranger like yeah. Book a shoot or not. Speaking of like Liz and, and some of the moms that I, I've also been like, they, they, I don't know if they've like taken me under their wing. I'm but I've sure. Been, no, I've but been yeah. able to like, I don't know, hang out with them or whatever. Um, they are so good. These momfluencers, these like mommy <laughs> bloggers are so good at being like, hey, could you take a picture of me? Literally. Like, I am like, oh, oh yeah, sure. You know, like yeah. I, I never do that. But like, can it, you take a video or like do a, you know, and then you can see the like real coming together like in their head and you're like, how? Yeah. So, I mean, I borrow from them all the time and they're like vibe on that because they're just not embarrassed to ask and they always look good somehow um I don't but no, know if but, I do, but, but but even with their kids like I don't yeah. you know I have like barely any kid um, pictures of me and my two children and mm-hmm. they're like anyway I'm, I'm I'm inspired by that story but I wanted to to just like give a little bit of airtime for you to talk about your dad and and his MS and your journey with yeah. your health um this year because I'm I'm pretty sure there are other people who like myself, um, are dealing with um, thyroid conditions I have since I was mm-hmm. um, 17. So it's like it's no tough. new thing for me. Right. Um, but uh, I just wanted to yeah open up that conversation with you. Thank you. Yeah. So um, during the pandemic, right when we went into like lockdown or the pause, whatever it was, I got really sick. I don't know if it was COVID. I don't know what it is, but I had a really nasty virus and I ended up getting super sick, not just the six weeks I was sick, but all of a sudden having these really strange symptoms, including pretty severe asthma for about six months. Which you said that you had since you were a child. I had since I was a child, but I had not had a flare up since I was that young. I mean, I'm I'm on medication for it, but I never had a flare up. This was the first time as an adult that I had asthma. So things like my hair started falling out. I didn't sleep. My heart was racing all the time. I just was super hyper. Um, Mm -hmm. I lost a lot of weight, but I was trying to. So I just thought I was very, very good at doing that. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, I lost like 10 pounds in a week. Cool. You know, but I brought it to my doctor's attention and she basically said, oh, it's the summer. We lose hair in the summer. Uh, It's COVID times. You're probably anxious and hyper because of that or whatever. You know, I was very, very anxious. That was another thing um, that was bothering me. So I just kind of let it go for the whole summer. I developed this like weird tremor in my hand, which is a problem because I'm a photographer. Um, And by the end of summer, by September, 
when I went to the doctor and I presented these again, these symptoms, she begrudgingly did a blood blood workup on me. Now, Graves' disease runs in my family. My mom has it. My great aunt had it. My great great aunt had it. Didn't matter that that all was very apparent and in my chart. She just felt that I was being anxious. My doctor at the time felt I was being anxious. So did my blood work, called me, said, I am so surprised, but you have a thyroid problem. And I was like, why are you surprised? <laughs> like, come on. Um, so I urge anyone who's having weird symptoms to kind of raise their hand and say, no, like there's actually something really wrong here. And the, you know, I thought I looked great because I had lost all this weight and I had all this energy and I could do all these photo shoots and make up for the pandemic happening and missing like two months of work. I um, did notice you were very productive. I was very productive. I mean, you built a whole other business. I was like an energizer bunny person. Uh-huh. That and I was I call that my like su- I was superhuman. Like I didn't that wasn't a real person. Mm-hmm. That was like a different person. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, I was super worried also because of the um, autoimmune disorder part because my dad has had MS or had, I don't know, I guess had uh, MS and he'd had it my whole life and it had always been kind of a part of the conversation with him. And that's why he ended up going, you know, to a nursing home um, to get the proper care he needed. And there was always this part of me and, and doctors have said it, you know, if you don't take care of your autoimmune problems, they just get worse and other parts of your body will attack itself. So Graves' disease is basically your your body is attacking your thyroid. So it's not just hyperthyroidism. Mm-hmm. It's your body is attacking your itself. Um, like with MS, your their bodies are, people with MS, their bodies are attacking their brains and the myelin sheath and all of that horribleness. So it's like a pretty crappy disease to have because your body just kind of breaks down. Um, now they have amazing, amazing drugs and treatments for it. When my dad had it. I mean, he had it for 50 years. Wow. Um, he couldn't even really be diagnosed because they didn't have the tools to diagnose until later, but he had all of the symptoms. So he had it for so long, they really couldn't help him. Um, but for people and young people now, especially women, there's so many moms that have come forward after I've spoken about my dad, after I've spoken about my thyroid, that have said, hey, I have a thyroid problem. Hey, I have MS even. And they have such a better chance of kind of controlling it, mm-hmm. um, which is really hopeful. But in terms of like thyroid stuff, it's like I tried so hard. It, like I said, it runs in my family. You have to like have this thing. Like there was no way really for me to get get it under control without medication and without, I tried without okay. medication, but I was already on heart meds because my heart rate was so high. Oh my God. So like I I needed like I it my heart my thyroid levels were five times the normal limit. So it's not like this had just been happening um for the summer. Like it had been kind of building it seems. So regardless, you know, the thyroid issue, especially with women, it really affects fertility. Yeah. The, I um I I was considered high risk Right. So uh, what's funny is on my chart, I was considered high risk for both pregnancies, but I was fine. I was totally fine. The, right. the babies were fine. That's and amazing to hear. The, and it's so hopeful. Actually. Yeah. I mean, I, did, I had I had um, a miscarriage very early on. I don't even know if I was six weeks pregnant. And so there was a it, it really was OK. And, and thank you. But it, it really was OK at the time. And I think that might have been 
part of the issue because it, the thyroid it really affects could. the um, whole endocrine system. It's crazy. Hormones. Yeah. So yeah. hormonal, everything, you know, the hair loss that I was talking about before, that's hormonal. And it's the same hair loss as when a woman stops breastfeeding. Mm. So that's how my doctor. Exp- right? Yeah. My, that's how my doctor explained it to me that it's a three month cycle that you lose all this hair and then it's supposed to come back. And most of it did. Yeah. Um, and I I still use like a heart clinic in, which helped Ricky Lake get her hair back. But oh, there was like a spot. Ricky Lake needed to her yeah, hair back. Her hair fell out. I'm and so, sorry, so she Ricky. used yeah, she used heart clinic in and it all came back. Oh, it I'm looks so... gorgeous. Um Great. yeah. So I, I was using it because I was getting some bald spots in the back and I was really upset about it. Um, especially because I'm photographed a lot from the back while I'm working. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's these like spots you can see. But wow. regardless, I remember it's... last summer when you were photographing us, you mentioned it. Yeah, I mean, I was, like, I was so sensitive about it and everyone's like I have no idea what you're talking about but um you know that that part is really scary the hormonal issues and it also has to do with weight so my weight fluctuates constantly right now I'm like in a upper weight Swing. range yes and I'm hoping you know if they change my medication that maybe it will will help or I just I just need to change my own habits because now I've I had my thyroid removed um, about two months ago because I just couldn't get it under control with medication. I couldn't get it under control with wow. really, you know, anything I was doing. Some people are like, don't eat gluten. Don't have dairy. Don't be stressed out. I'm like, um, I'm a business owner. Like, I can try the gluten and dairy thing, but how do I not be stressed? Like, as a human. Yeah. Um, especially when my thyroid being out of control gives me anxiety. Yeah. So. It just wasn't going to happen the natural way. Yeah. All of my family members who have Graves' disease had their thyroids removed. Right. Including my mom. She had the—they did the iodine. So you can, like, drink the iodine and it kills your thyroid. Wow. But you can't be near anyone during that time. Why? So, because you're radioactive. So I my mom, yeah. So my mom had to do that when I was born. She, her thyroid, she got Graves' disease from when I was born. My my mom got um hypothyroidism when exactly. I was born. It's like and then the I same. had hypothyroidism from— when I was seventeen, I got hypothyroidism. Oh my, that's so what I that's, have. I don't yes. have um, an autoimmune disease. I don't. I don't have the markers for right, autoimmune, right. but so, um, hypothyroidism. But oh, that that happens. That all, so if she had it pregnancy. while you were while she was pregnant, she could have just given it to you, right or there. vice versa. Right. So right. that's what. So with my mom, I mean, it took a while for it to come out. Right. But eventually, it did, and my poor mom. So she did the um the treatment and she couldn't touch me and she had to stop <gasps> breastfeeding when I was a newborn. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, so that early horrible. on in your life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had she couldn't come near me, so I decided I didn't want the radioactive iodine because I wouldn't be able to go near children for a while. You can't be near your pets. You basically have to go like live in a hotel. For how long? Uh well, when my mom had it, it was like two I was told two weeks. But <laughs> then some people said four days, five days, you know. I don't know. So I didn't go through that part because I didn't want to take so much time off from work. Um, so I kind of, I know. So I kind of just fit it in. It. All right. It. Yeah. Like I just fit it in and I just did it before the summer. Um, and I'm so glad I did because, oh, yeah, because now I can just, I take the medication. Yes, it's something I take every day. Is it armor thyroid or synthroid? It's like, um, wait, oh, I'm going to remember it. It's synthroid. Sorry. Yeah, that uh, I've been on levothyroxine for. Ever. Yes, exactly. But it, it, which is the it's, which is that's word. exactly yeah. what I take. Yeah. So um, me and you, I know and you and me exactly. It's just you know it. So and getting that dose right is the problem. Yeah. So people but always that's like always going to be right. Like you, you just have to check it every 
three or so months. Exactly. Always. Always. So, and for right now, it's like every four to six weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, this, you are living in a whole new body. I'm like new. So that's what it is. It's like I have to teach myself how to like eat again. I have to teach myself like what is good for my body, what my body doesn't like, you know, how to lose weight, gain weight. You know, I feel like I'm working out and eating right, but nothing's happening and or I'm gaining weight. I'm mm -hmm. like, how is this possible? Mm -hmm. Oh, because of this like little thing that I had removed from my body. From your body, um, yeah. Like literally in a four-hour surgery. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it was a big choice to make, but I also wanted to make it, and I had mentioned this to you, um, for fertility reasons. And at the time when I first got diagnosed, I was like, I need to freeze my eggs. And they're like, no, 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 you cannot freeze your eggs until Where, yeah, you're, like your you're body's normal. in the middle of some, right. something. And now that I've kind of gone through this whole hormonal shift, which I'm sure you feel all the time, um, I don't really want to do anything to my body to mess with my hormones. Right. Yeah. That's why I've, I've never really been on birth control. It, oh, I can't be on birth control. And like, I'm so sensitive. I, I also have polycystic ovaries, but like, um, oh my goodness! For whatever reason, I just like never wanted to take medicine. I guess because I yeah. already take I take two medications for my thyroid, and mm -hmm. um, you're like I'm done. It's like I'm done. I'm, yeah, that's I'm enough. Okay. That's enough. If if you have obviously if you have symptoms and pain and stuff, like yeah. I would assume you'd want to do something. But that also didn't um, prevent you from getting pregnant. No, and I think the point is like you know I'm okay and it's okay. Yeah. And it, and and medicine is miraculous. I agree. Uh, you know, like I can't avoid it anymore. I mean, there's no, no way for me to no. I like have to live with it now. Yeah. Well, t with taking medicine, mm -hmm. but also like the you know, I know that your doctor didn't take you as seriously as you wanted in the beginning, but um, they're they're good. It's good. It's OK. They There are ways, like you said about MS, like there are ways to live with these. Um, conditions that yeah. you can still have a fulfilling, um, beautiful life. Yeah. You, no, I agree. And children. You can right. still have children. Yes, yes. No, it's just, it was always really important to me that I, I wanted kids always. Um, You're I so obviously, good I get along with kids well. Yeah. Um, and so I'm still hesitant. And I've been listening, you know, to your podcast and listening to people talking about the procedure where they like check your your eggs. Yeah, they check. Yeah. Um, which I think I need to do now. Why not? Because before I just go and freeze them and pay like, yeah. I don't know, 10 G's yeah. to like do all of this and put my body through whatever it's going to be put through and the hormones and messing with my thyroid potentially. Well, you well you don't have a thyroid to mess with. So oh, oh, that's, that's true. I'm news. like really like I don't even it's I guess yeah. it's really the dose. Like I don't want to have to change my uh, medication dose. So someone right. told me, you know, who had the surgery that I had, which, by the way, for anyone who's considering it, um, if it's if it's something you need to do or you want to do to to make your life easier, um, it's really not as bad. As really? I thought it was. Like I think painful? It's not as painful? No, it wasn't as painful oh, at all. I woke up from surgery and I literally, my throat hurt so bad, but it wasn't because of my incision. It was because you're intubated for four hours. Right. So once that died down, I mean, I didn't, I took one half pill <sighs> of Oxy, one. In recovery, they ended up keeping me overnight at the hospital because I am very sensitive. And I the anesthesia really just knocked me on my butt. Like I couldn't 
function. So so I decided with the doctor. Well, the doctor told me, like, I basically need to say I couldn't walk well. Like, <laughs> I couldn't swallow. You know. You're not for drugs. No, I'm You're not. You're not one for drugs. So I had a half pill of Oxy when I first got to my, my room at the hospital because I'd never stayed overnight at the hospital. And I was like, I think I need something. <laughs> um, so he gave me that. And I passed out. I just... Pfft, Slept like a baby and I felt so good. And I literally did not need anything like that for pain, for anything. I'm so glad. I took Tylenol. I'm so glad. I think the hardest part is really getting that dose regulated after. I, I, I'm i not a doctor. <laughs> Shocking. You're not. I know. But um, <laughs> just a heads up that that's just like, oh, it's, all, yeah. it's an always thing. Yeah. Because like the wind blows in some way and you're like... Ugh. It's like changes. we need to shift it, or yeah. a year, or you get a year older, and and things change, and yeah, having babies, and right. it's just a always sort of thing, right? No, you know? I totally, and just so it's not like you've arrived. Yes, you've no. arrived for now, for and now. it's good for now, and you'll yes. keep an eye on it. Yeah, but um, but it, it's really like you, ha- it, you, I have to be really mindful of like. Um, the changes in my body in a way that may- maybe other people don't. I don't know. But no, I uh, think I have to, like, you're attuned doc- to it, yeah, too. I, right. Yeah. You have to kind of be attuned and you're like, hey, I'm feeling a little like anxious, overly anxious for no reason. Or, ah, yeah. you know, for me, that's that's a thing, you yeah. know, that I have to be like really careful of. Or if my like tremor comes back yeah. or whatever, my hair starts falling out again or my heart's super fast. Like yeah. I let them know and we kind of rejigger the dose number. Well, you'll have telltale signs. Yes, exactly. And long, long periods and then longer more of being totally okay and forgetting about it. Most of my life, I forget that I, I take, I take medicine every morning and I, I don't usually forget to take it, but (laughs) the fact that I have any sort of issue at all is like, yeah, not, not top of mind. Right. No, well, I'm so glad to hear yeah. that because I definitely am very inspired by that and that you Good. had I'm normal so pregnancies yes. because, you know, I'm very mom curious. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And and a lot of my clients have come forward and told me that they've had trouble getting pregnant. So oh. when I hear, yeah, who have thyroid issues. Um, so when I hear something like that it makes me feel so much better. I really didn't. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but if you do, the good news is that I'm so glad you're listening. Yes. I'm listening to it all. <laughs> but there are a lot of options. Exactly. We have a lot of options. Especially now. So yeah. I think this is kind of happening at the right time instead of when I was much younger and didn't really know how to handle that stuff. And I've been involved with so many moms, um, to kind of guide the way I like take notes on Yay. my Instagram. Yeah. When people give tips and stuff, I'm like, I'm going to need to know this one day. Like, I really hope that I will be a mom at some point and at least I'll have the um the confidence to be able to reach out to the people I need to and and say hey I know you've gone through this already yeah. what's your advice yeah cuz it really is all about a village yes. and a support system totally how do we get in touch with you to take oh, our photos my and goodness. just to t- oh maybe you know maybe there are people out there who want to talk um Thyroid. Oh with my you. gosh, I would be happy to yeah. because I really Googled pretty hard um, <laughs> right the night before I had surgery yeah. and found a couple people and reached out to them. <gasps> That's great. Yes. And one is like a New York mom. So it, it's like, it's nice to have someone you can reach out to. So you can find me on Instagram at, at Michelle Rose Photo and my website's michellerosephoto.com, which mm-hmm. is 
kind of easy and I don't make you spell my actual last name. <laughs> um, and I mean, my Gmail, I mean, it's on there. It's all on there. You can DM me. I do check my DMs um, and I'm happy to chat anytime. I'm so glad. Um, did we miss anything? Are there any parting words? I don't think so. I feel like just, you know, you want to capture those memories, whether it's on your iPhone or hiring a pro because you don't want to you don't want to lose a memory. I feel like it's really important. Yeah. I agree. I'm so glad I have those memories that you took of us. Yeah, no, I love I look at them all the time, too. I mean, I know it's weird, but I look through old photos all the time to see what I want to put on Instagram. And I remember I can remember photo shoots very vividly. There's so much stuff I can't remember, but I can remember that. So beautiful. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It was so good seeing you. I hope you feel good. And thank well. you. And you too.